0: hi how many movie producers does it take to screw in a light bulb i don't know movie producers don't screw in light bulbs they screw in hot tubs
1: <laughs> on this another digital sitset we will talk of news of the week elimination chamber predictions the final three best movie pictures oscar movies Dark Star Phantom Tread and Call Me by Your Name. We will do another digital review of Early Man and Alone Together Episode 6
2: This is another digital sweating This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos.
0: A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries
2: and religions, this is a podcast for us, for the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello,
1: ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another week, another digital citizen. That's the name of our podcast. Why am I am I talking like this? I don't Hello, know. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello.
0: How's it going? It's going pretty good. <laughs> this would be the most annoying podcast ever if we did it like this.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the most annoying podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That would be a fun podcast. Uh, like, I would listen to the yeah. shit out of that.
0: I would turn it off in <laughs> seconds, probably. That would drive me nuts. But
1: <laughs> Hey, were you at the premiere of Norske Bygge this week?
0: I-, I can't say that I was.
1: <sighs> huh, that means that I have had to be the, at the premiere at, of Norske Bygge this week. Actually, I was it on Monday. I was on... The pre-premiere of Norske byggeklosser, a Norwegian movie, of course, because it's called Norwegian Building Bricks. Building Bricks. Okay. Norske byggeklosser. yes. And uh, the main actor in it, Atle was there, uh, introduced the movie with the director. I tried to get soundbite for the podcast, but...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No... I didn't even get the fucking selfie.
0: Oh, okay. You, I was gonna say, did you try and you wouldn't do it, or, or, uh, you no, couldn't even I, get up there I, to talk to him? Well,
1: yeah, it was more, more, more of that. I was standing outside and saw him coming, but right away when I saw him coming, someone else was like following with fucking cameras, and I didn't want to be rude and I'm like, right, hello, yeah. hello, Norwegian press, I want the selfie. So
0: <laughs> Did he so just no, introduce the movie, I, or was there a Q&A beforehand or anything? Yeah, it
1: was a Q&A uh, with, uh, with uh, not people from the audience, but uh, um, the, the movie, uh, what do you call it? The movie Sheaf of Lilamer, uh and the director, of course. Right, yeah. But it was a bloody fun time. It was really, 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 really funny. I had a blast. Uh, I got the beauty bag and things, so... So, what did you do this week?
0: Uh, I hung out. Worked. It actually got cold this week for the first time. So, uh, oh. not as cold as you, but uh, it got a little cold here. A little <laughs> bit of snow. I saw some snow. Uh, tried Taco Ooh. Bell fries. They're really good fries, actually. Like, not... They come with oh. nacho cheese, so they're kind of not And they got, like, a mm. nacho flavor. But they're actually decent French fries. Nice. Uh, comparatively nice. to some fast food places. Uh, and when yeah. I was going into town, I was driving yeah. in the car, and I'm driving, yeah. and I got the stereo on, you know, I got uh, the Hannah, Hannah Montana's theme song blaring on the radio, of course. <laughs> and I got my arms, my one arm up on the steering wheel, you know, cruising. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. something lands on my shoulder and runs down my arm. And I look like, oh, what? I knock it off and it lands on my lap, and there's a mouse, uh, running down my <laughs> arm like it, like a bridge, like it was crossing some kind of bridge. Like I, it was in the car. It was nuts. Mm. I uh, I wouldn't say I almost crashed, but I definitely swerved a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you scream like a girl?
0: I wouldn't say like a girl, uh, and uh, <laughs> nowadays we may get for even <laughs> saying that, but uh. I, I made it no I went ah like that like ah something like that <laughs> mostly just because of the surprise oh, he... factor like what the hell is on me like I could at first I'm driving I'm focusing on the road I'm not looking at my shoulder and I feel something land on my shoulder and that and go down my arm <laughs> uh at first like I kind of thought it was like it was on the side where my uh seat belt would be so I kind of thought it was like my seatbelt, the uh, re mm. uh uh rolling back up or whatever you know but then i it starts going down my arm and i yeah that's when i was like (laughs) and i swerved and i'm like if if a cop would have seen me driving down the road like that he would have pulled me over for sure but yeah i got (laughs) out i opened all the doors of the car tried to get it out but i never saw it again so i caught it uh, a few days later i think with a mouse trap but
1: but but look when he stops you will we go driver's license insurance and mouse please right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I need to see your mouse. Hey, talking about girls, uh, we have the book of Margaret in front of me with wrestling. Uh, you haven't been good at guessing wrestling the latest, but uh, we will see. Oh, if, just uh, one
0: time, I, I had a four, four, to- <laughs> four week streak, and then I got one wrong because the list was like <laughs> the crappiest list ever. It
1: was a bad. It was a bad list. Right, I, I will give you that. Uh, But we have uh, this uh, week's list, is uh, Top 10 Biggest Crybabies. No one ever wants to lose in sport entertainment, but some competitors take it harder than others. Some whine about how they were wronged or insist they have been double-crossed by their opponents, the officials, and even the WWE Universe. So, who is the biggest crybaby in the WWE universe, you think?
0: I get double crossed by the universe all the time, I think. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Biggest crybaby of all time in the WWE? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's see. I
1: totally get this. <laughs> I don't think it's why this person is number one.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. I was like,
1: oh, of course it is number one. <laughs> I was like, oh, sure.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to really, really think. I mean, the only thing that's really coming to my mind, because I can picture her uh, on the ground. It's like him. Okay. Okay. Mm, you're giving me clues. I was going to say Vicky Guerrero, though, but I, I would have been wrong.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, that's a good one. She isn't all, even on the list, actually.
0: What the heck? Remember, she'd like be on the ground, like <laughs> pounding her fists, yeah. and legs, like a baby. It's hilarious.
1: But th- this is this is um. Okay, this person was forced to beg for forgiveness.
0: Forced to beg for forgiveness. In uh, May
1: two
0: thousand twelve. Uh, I know uh, who is the person that kissed Vince McMahon's ass. Is that the one you're talking about?
1: No. Oh, no, okay. No this I got was no, under I have John no idea. This is Big Show we're talking about. Uh okay.
0: Big show was that fourth. one time he cried, yeah, okay.
1: Yes, yes. Uh fail failed to see uh, the fu- fun side of John Laurinaitis' uh raspy big voice imitation. Remember that? Big show uh, dropped barely. to barely, I just remember Big Show dropping. crying.
0: And being like, this is weird, yeah. why is Big Show crying?
1: Number two is one, two, three, kid.
0: Okay. I got I don't I, I really th- don't know what that's all about.
1: No. Uh, uh, number three is Brett Bateman Hart. He was a cry uh,
0: yeah, there were certain <laughs> points, yeah. When he was a heel for
1: yeah. When he was a heel, yeah. Number four, Stephanie McMahon. Number five, Christian. Number six, Chris Jericho. Number seven, Bob Backlund.
0: That's a weird one, but all right. Um,
1: Yeah. Number eight, The Miss. Number nine, Triple H. And number ten, Simon Dean. Who the fuck was Simon Dean?
0: He was a guy, uh, I want to say, early 90s. He was in ECW at one point, but he would come out on a Segway, and he had, like, uh, supplement pills or whatever. He was like a nutritionist. Yeah, that's what his gimmick was. It was a bad gimmick.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. So that was the list of Margarets. Thank you so much to my fantastic girlfriend for this book of wrestling. We have a lot of fun with it. Hey, uh, some news. We have talk. We have to talk about some news. Oh. Newses. Yeah. There's especially this Russian uh, collusion that's been going on. Special Consul Robert Mueller has dropped another Friday blockbuster with a sweeping indictment of three organizations and 13 uh, Russian nationals for meddling in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. For the first time, uh, the Special Consul ha- team has taken their aim at the center mandate in the investigation and latest bare scope of what it allegates was a multi-million dollar Russian operation. The saw discord in the American politics as far as 2014,
0: Luke. Right, 2014, which uh, Trump used as uh, some kind of he tweeted out that that was proof that they weren't trying to help him because he wasn't even running for president in <laughs> yeah, 2014. He
1: wasn't even running, yeah.
0: Which is true about everybody. No, Hillary wasn't running, Bernie wasn't run- None of these people were running, but... Uh, <laughs> people are using this uh, indictment of the 17 Russians to say that it's connected in, it in some way, that it proves that Trump was dealing with the Russians, who was dealing with WikiLeaks, who hacked our democracy, they're trying to make that connection. But it, this indictment has nothing to do with most of what I just said.
1: What? Really? Really. I thought Donald Trump was against behind everything.
0: Right. This it, oh. within within this indictment, it does. There are crimes. That these people committed, most of them have to do with um, wire fraud, meaning uh, uh, moving money from one place to another illegally, Um, identity theft, Uh, they were using people, they were stealing identities of Americans and using them to do things in America uh, as Russian nationals. So those are crimes, there were crimes committed here, so these people, uh, there is a reason for them to get indicted. Uh, n- none of these charges have anything to do with uh, Russian government or Trump campaign colluding. Uh, it actually in this, it doesn't discuss any of the impacts that these social media uh, posts had that from these troll farms. Uh, it never actually talks about any of the, 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 the effects that it had on a- anybody. Uh, as far as Mm. it doesn't actually show any connection between Facebook ads and how it affected votes for one person or another in the actual campaign. Um,
1: But uh, they are trying to make this, and this is what is bugging me. Everybody else is trying to uh, make this look as, as proof. For Donald Trump's collusion with the Russians, and that that is what is bothering me, because there's absolutely no fucking proof in this that came out that Donald Trump is behind anything about this. Right. I, I I feel like I have to, I have to sit here and protect Donald Trump. I'm not the protector of Donald Trump. I don't even like that fucking Jesus motherfucking moron. Right. And I have to sit there like every week and like, no, Donald Trump had nothing to do with it. I feel like I have to protect him or something. Well they but keep action
0: They have to continue yeah, this huh? narrative and they have to find a way to keep it going. So they put out these little things. You see these little leaks, these little things. They have to keep the narrative going. Otherwise, people are going to look at the system that gave us Donald Trump that everybody hates, and they're going to want to change the yeah. system. But if you can blame oh, the no. Russians, no. you don't have to blame oh, the system no, no, no. that's broken. You can Oh, it's not There's the broken system. The system. It's the Russians oh, that man. are uh, messing with our our great system that's so perfect that uh, the Russians messed with it, and that's what screwed everything up. It wasn't that we have multi-million dollar corporations involved in giving money to <laughs> candidates or the no, fact no, that we no. have super delegates or that the DNC as at, at this point is very well known, uh, rigged the primary. We're not talking about that. Yeah. Let's talk the Russians, uh, rigged the election. Well, uh, the DNC rigged the primary. We're not talking about that at, at all, but in this indictment, it shows no connection of any type between, uh, dnc wikileaks and the hacking of emails and the trump white house or and the russians no no connection between any of that stuff uh
1: and you know what it reminds me of of talking about wrestling it reminds me of the storyline of roman reigns it's like you push the storyline of roman reigns so up in people's asses like people start believing it like that's 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 how it feels like it's like Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump Trump. Like it like I, I, I will give him this. He's a really good way for people that don't want change in the systems, like you say, to hide behind and show ah, ah see here we have we have a goat sheep, we have Donald Trump. We can hide behind Donald Trump. We don't have to change anything, we have Donald right. Trump
0: ah, ee. Exactly and and are already saying that oh the russians are going to are going to affect the 2018 elections they're already meddling in our 2018 elections uh mm. our, our midterms and i i look at it like <sighs> yes there are plenty of people meddling including like the media and all these billionaires i was just talking about that put money into these campaigns mm. uh that's is that not meddling but uh they're saying it, it's a way for them to say if they lose, let's say the Democrats don't take over the House or the Senate in, in at the end of mm-hmm. 2018, uh, they can say, oh, well, it was the it was the Russians again. It wasn't our fault. We don't have to change anything. Us Democrats, we can, you know, keep uh, being for fracking and we we should probably take corporate money still and all this other stuff. Uh, as Democrats, uh, we don't need to change because it, it wasn't our fault. It was the Russians. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the most interesting things about this pu- thing is there's in, in within the indictment, they don't actually discuss the motive of this Russian troll farm, uh, called I, it's called the IRA, the internet. Uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know. It was, it's called the IRA though. That's the name of this troll farm. And it's, mm. uh, most of the people, if you look into this, uh, the people who were actually charged, uh, lots of them are just translators who were translating English to Russian or Russian to English, I guess, um, to make these memes for this. uh, It's the internet research agency, the IRA. Um, and this place was a troll farm. It was there. It was making money off of, uh, monetizing, Memes and clicks and hits on Facebook posts and things like that. That's how they were making th- this. was a business. This wasn't just designed specifically to go help Donald Trump. And that's what they're trying to construe mm. it as. Uh, again, there are laws that were broken here. People's identities were stolen. These people deserve to go to jail. The funny thing is we have no extradition treaty with Russia and these people are all in Russia. So they'll never go to jail or see a court more than likely anyways, bro. I'm
1: mm. I'm just I, I I'm I'm just so fucking tired of the main media going Trump 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 behind like I feel like Donald Trump like like you can say what you want about his presidency, but what he's doing most harm to is not actually that like everybody needs a scapegoat. He's the perfect fucking scapegoat. Like he's Roman. Uh, I think Russia
0: is the scapegoat. I think Trump at this point, uh, is doing more good for us than bad because at least there are people awake to it. Like if we had a Mike Pence or a Hillary in there, People would just be Mm. like, "Ho hum, it's fine." But at least people are so angry and like their uh, tribal sense uh, sensibilities are like set off so like triggered so much by Trump that they're willing to go out there and protest these things and actually send things to their senators and stuff. Where if it was a Hillary Clinton, I think she could be doing all the same things, and people would be like, "Oh, yeah, it's yep, it's politicians. That's what they do." Where Trump, they actually Doggy. get out there and they hate hate on it. Uh, I think that the, the big thing about this indictment that we don't see any of in it uh, is the fact that there's an assumption in this indictment that anything that was anti-Clinton, as far as like these memes or mm. these Facebook posts, was automatically pro-Donald Trump. Pro-Donald
1: Trump, yeah.
0: Aren't the same thing.
1: Uh, no, oh, definitely not
0: especially when this was started in 2014 and they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're citing in, in this indictment that Bernie Sanders and Jill Stein were also, uh, I guess, Russian agents. And pretty much anybody who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton <laughs> is a Russian agent. You know what I mean? It's kind of how they're trying to spin it in the media. It's
1: everybody's fault.
0: Right. Anybody who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, uh, it's their, are part of the Russian conspiracy, but, Uh,
1: we are we are a part of the russian conspiracy uh uh, look we are russians come on just let's tell the people that's listening we are really russian
0: i yeah i've got a pile of rubles from straight from putin (laughs) i mean it's only worth about a dollar 40 and it's as tall as me but (laughs) (laughs) it's fine um Oh, but there's gosh. a very interesting interview on our Facebook page, another Digital Citizen Facebook page. Go check out that yes. Jill Stein interview where she talks about uh, her her being implicated in this uh, was because of one Facebook post or meme and yeah. two Facebook ads. One, yeah. So <laughs> one Facebook post, and then they're saying that this is the reason that she was working with Putin and you watch mm. this interview and it's clear that they're trying to smear her as some kind of russian i mean we're living through a new mccarthy M- mccarthy age as soon as they yep. start pulling in politicians uh, or people from the military and saying that they're russian spies uh, we're 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 right on the edge of being right close to a new mccarthy era if not already in it i would say we're probably already in, already in it so
1: from, uh, from bad to even worse, Nicholas Cruz, depressed, loner, crazy about guns. You had uh, another school shooting with 17 people dying in the school shooting. And people are sending their prayers. People are making Facebook posts again. But finally... Someone is actually trying to take some action against guns in America. Holy fuck! And it comes from the victims themselves. Did you watch this? This girl. Uh,
0: I've I speech? saw a bunch of different a bunch of the different kids' speeches. Actually, there's oh, a few so of them. Good. I mean, it was good, but it was clear. Uh. I mean, it's hard to, um, these are gr- They're grieving. They're going to have very strong yeah. points of view because they're grieving. And the the hard part for me is we've done this so many times in America at this point and three weeks, four weeks goes by and everything goes back to the way it was. Um, yeah. and that's the hard part for me is that I'm seeing this and I see everybody doing this and I go, I've already seen this happen and nothing happened before. We've done this hundreds of times at this point. Uh, it's, it's something, there's something going on here and people want to blame guns and that's good to blame guns. I'm not saying uh, that guns aren't a problem because he wouldn't have killed as many people as he did with a knife. He still would have been crazy and probably gone to this place with some kind of weapon, maybe a bomb or something else. If he couldn't get a gun, Uh, so we do need regulations on guns. That's a hundred percent true. Uh, and other, and then you have the Republican side and they want to blame mental health. That's their big thing. Right. Uh, which is true to a degree, but lots of these kids that do this because almost all of them are maybe 16 to 25 year old white males. Uh, that's almost all of them. It's, we uh they don't all they're not all uh they don't all have mental health problems that's been proven so there's no correlation between the mental health and the shooting like some people do it just because they their girlfriend broke up with them or something like that you know what i mean like real world those kind of problems um mm. but there is a, some kind of connection between the type of person that does it certain age range mm. uh it's always male. There's never a female that does it. Uh, I I think I saw a statistic that there was one African American shooting in the last 20 years that was a school shooting, and uh, no Hispanic, mm. no Asian, just all white men. Like what? There's something that society is doing uh, that's causing these young men to feel like the only option in their life is to kill everybody and possibly die themselves. I mean, when you go into one of these situations, you're assuming you're going to die. Mm. I have a, had a friend of mine
1: uh, on Facebook posting something about this. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name, but his first name is Ian. And uh, he said, for those calling for gun control like Norway, I suggest you research one name, Anders Bering Breivik. We talked about this in deck
0: Many times. Uh,
1: this is what... Yes. This is what will happen when you take the guns out of law-abiding citizens rather than enforcing the current law and following up tips given to the FBI and local authorities. <laughs> uh, sorry, Ian. You're using a guy... That knew that this was a kids camp in Norway. Kids mm-hmm. don't don't that don't have the right to, to hold hold
0: a gun. Yeah,
1: gun. Yeah, you're using Norway as an argument for gun control regulations going away. We have had one shooting, one shooting. How many have you have been in America? Uh, Too many to count, right? right?
0: I think there's been something like... I want to say I saw 70 already this year, but I could be wrong.
1: 70 already this year. Now isn't that fine? Look at gun control and what it can do. Yes, please actually look to Norway, Face, Look to Norway and look what we do. We have law-abiding citizens here. People was like, oh, it's because you're such a small country. No, it isn't. It's because we are teached. We teach we have we, we we actually have health care for people that are mentally ill. We have free health care for people that are mentally ill so they actually can get the help they need, Luke. Let's look to Norway. Look,
0: please look to Norway. I, I think I think that's true. I think we definitely need uh, access to mental health care, and you know what would help with that? Free health care. That would probably help a lot. Yeah. Uh, that definitely is a hindrance, and we definitely need regulations <sighs> on guns. But we can't just automatically yep. go out and ban all guns because there's just too many guns I, I, to ban them all. I I
1: never I I never said that. I think, I'm not. No, so that's not what I'm, I'm just. I'm,
0: I'm reiterating my no. point. Uh, no,
1: no, so, no, I'm not. I'm. I, I'm pro gun control. I never said I will take it away because guess what? I've seen hunters in, in Norway that has the big pleasure of going and hunting mooses. I will not never do it, but there's people that actually want to go and kill mooses or actually like just sh- shoot on blink or just have a gun to protect themselves. I, I'm I'm more than okay by, uh, with that. But looking up somebody's health problems in a register and say, hey, your family is filled with mental health problems and you have been in and out of mental institutions. No, you're not going to have a gun. I don't see a fucking problem with that. I don't see a problem not giving guns to people that are clearly not able
0: to hold a fucking gun. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, we definitely like I was about to say, we definitely need some kind of uh, uh, a good example is we have a terrorist watch list and people on that list can still get guns yep. uh, in America. So that's obviously a big yep. problem. We need to figure out a way to the pro, one problem with that is not everybody is going to be flagged and then that person's going to get a gun and they're going to do it. And the, the pro gun side's going to say, well, look, he did it and your mental health stuff didn't help at all, and that's going to happen. I mean, this is going to happen no matter what. If we completely outlaw guns and get rid of every gun in America, a guy's going to go into a school with a bomb and blow himself up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, shoot! Uh, And I think that's what we need to Sorry. Sorry, I'm
2: sneezing.
1: Sneezing and laughing, sorry.
0: Right, there's a mute button, bro. But like I was saying... Trying to get to this point, which I've been trying to get to for like five minutes now, uh, there's a bigger problem at hand here. Uh, There is a problem with us not dealing with mental health. And like I said, if we had free health care, people wouldn't feel as bad going and getting help with their mental health issues because they wouldn't have to be spending money on it. Uh, We definitely need uh, to work on gun regulation. But I think there's a bigger issue and that something societal is causing this. Uh, we need to look at our society and go what is causing these specific this specific group of people to continually do this it and, and it's not that the guns are available there's some reason that these right. people are deciding hey I need to go out and kill all these people and there's a chance I'm I'm also gonna get killed in the process it's a suicide right. mission you know what I mean they they yeah. have a belief yeah. that somewhere in their head that this is the best course of action uh to end their life. And we need to look into the Barry reason even
1: is. said that in his trial. He even said that in his trial. trial uh, he said, I, I, I was so sure I was going to be shot right down. He said that on, in his trial. Right. He, he thought this was the suicide mission.
0: Right, exactly. I just, we need to figure out why it's happening and not, I mean, uh, doing, doing those other two things that I just mentioned, those are important. But there is a bigger yeah. societal issue we need to figure out. And like it's just like uh, with the Russians. You t- oh, it's all the Russians' fault. Don't pay attention to the, uh, the problems we have in our system. And it's the guns' fault. It's the mental health issue. Don't pay oh, attention that's... to the problems in the system. And that's the real mm. issue I have with this whole thing. But it's very sad hey. altogether. And, again it's going to be even sadder in three weeks when nobody's talking about it.
1: Yep. We will. We never forget. Uh, Something a little less serious and uh, a little more American, even more American than a school shooting, your national anthem.
0: Extra American.
1: Yeah, Yeah, extra American. Let's uh, listen to Fergie uh, singing the national anthem. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to do this live because I haven't heard this. So hopefully I don't blow out everybody's <laughs> earballs, but uh, in, go ahead and give us a countdown.
1: In three two, one,
0: go the Star Banner is an acclaimed singer,
1: songwriter, actress,
0: and So you've heard this already, Fro. I have not. Uh, apparently this is yes, off, awesome. yes. So this should be interesting.
1: Uh, <clears throat> I've heard it once.
2: Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> what is Is there just one guy in the background like drumming off off beat? I don't know who this basketball player is, but he's kind of like What's happening? <laughs> Is that how you say perilous? Parallax? <laughs> parallax. Isn't parallax a distortion of an angle? Uh, a distortion of a measurement by looking at something from an angle? <laughs>
2: oh
0: my gosh. She's on Isn't like Valium awful? or something. <laughs> so Night. Did nobody they don't do any kind of rehearsal beforehand? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, this is so awful. Wow.
0: He's just got his mouth wide open, like, what the hell? Oh, they are
1: laughing. (laughs) Yeah, you see the basket players are laughing.
0: She has no idea she's doing badly, does she? (laughs) She's just smiling it up, like...
2: (laughs)
1: Okay. Let's make some basketball, she hands it with that's saying something. let's make some
0: basketball, Luke. Let's make it, yeah. <laughs> let's make some basketball. I think she, she said let's play some woman. basketball, but I have to go back and listen to it. Uh, I,
1: I I I think she oh, did she say play?
0: She I think so, but <laughs> I, I wasn't paying that much attention.
1: Oh, hey, breakthrough as scientists grow sheep in bowls uh, containing human cells.
0: Right. Uh, That's good. I guess so. It's just very growing... strange. Uh, yeah. It says, uh, advance, advances bring us closer to growing transplant organs inside animals or being able to genetically mm-hmm. tar- tailor compatible organs. Uh, growing human organs inside other animals has taken another step uh, away from science fiction with researchers announcing uh, they have grown sheep embryos containing human cells. Uh, scientists say growing human organs inside animals could not only increase supply, but also, well, obviously would increase supply. That's a dumb sentence, but also offer the possibility of genetically tailoring the organs to be compatible with the immune system of a patient receiving them. So uh, this And according is huge. to the NHS, this is a huge yeah. thing, but I think there's going to be some people that have a problem with the idea of mixing human and sheep DNA. But
1: yeah. And then according to the NHS blood and transplant, almost 460 people died in 2016, and this is a number from the UK NHS, if somebody was wondering. Um, because this is, uh, we are reading this from The Guardian, that is a um, British newspaper. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, right, 460 people really, died really in
0: 2016 good. waiting for, uh, to receive organ transplants yeah. and not getting an organ. Uh, so that's a lot of people. I mean, that's just in the UK, obviously, So, and just in mm-hmm. one year. Consider over 10 years and all over the world if we figured out a way to do this, it would be a huge advancement in life-saving technology for sure.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, look, do you know this song? Do you know that song? I, you,
0: I got nothing. I've never heard that song in my life. No. Nope. Nope.
1: It is what we sing when we win everything. When we win everything in the Winter Olympics. (laughs) When
0: you win everything.
1: When we win everything. (laughs) Except Skeleton at uh, the UK. Um. (laughs) They, 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 uh, how many medals do you have?
0: What, uh, U.S.? I have no idea. I have not lo- I have not paid attention at all. O- the only thing I've watched on the Olympics is the <laughs> snowboarding half pipe, and I know we got both those gold medals. <laughs> Ooh, you got two gold me- medals. Ooh. Well, snowboarding is <laughs> the only one we him. really care about. <laughs> snowboarding and skiing <laughs> are the two we, we really give a crap about. Yeah.
1: Marit Björgen equaled her competitors, Olbein, uh, Ol as the most decorated athlete in the, in the Winter Olympic history. On Saturday, the Norwegian heuristic feat uh, came in. Uh, she anchored her national uh, nation to victory at the four uh, times five kilometers cross-country relay. Björgen, 37, sealed her 13th Winter Olympic medal. As Norway timed in 51 minutes, 24 seconds, and 300 milliseconds to grab the gold. Two seconds ahead of Sweden, fuck Sweden, <laughs> with the Winter <laughs> from Russia finishing third.
0: Uh, I guess the USA has six gold, four silver, and six bronze so far. So we're actually not doing that great.
1: Yeah, and we have eleven golds.
0: <laughs> uh but uh, of
1: course, when it comes to Winter Olympics, we have to talk about the bizarre Pornhub searches. And this was given to me by my girlfriend, and I was like, "Oh, why are you giving me this?" And she said, "Look at the four most uh, national uh, search," and I was like, "Okay." Looking down, looking down. Oh, Norway is number four, up 52% during the Olympics. Uh, people are searching for, for for Norwegians during the Olympics. So that's nice. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, there are very attractive ladies in Norway. I've seen pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Of what's that crazy festival you have where everybody gets wasted after they get out of school? Rus. Right. I've seen pictures of yes. that, and there are some very attractive ladies <clears throat> in Norway. No comment. <laughs> but
1: uh, uh other things that's gaining Olympic-related searches up three thousand four hundred and forty-five percent. Guess what? Winter Olympics. On second. Why would you sex look Olympics? that
0: up on Pornhub? It's so random.
1: Uh, I I, don't know. Second, up 2,825%. Sex Olympics. <laughs> Third, nude Olympics up 1,801%. But is it me that find it most funny that p- people have... Searched for blues and I have no clue what blues
0: is. Isn't that... Uh, I think that's Bulge, bulge. right? Bulge? Bulge like, uh, bulge, like a bulge in your pants? I don't know what that has to do with the Olympics. Ah. That's the thing is I'm it, confused it, about. It, yeah. Athlete, hockey,
1: people I've also searched for. Um... But yeah, <laughs> but is it is it, it me or is this a little funny?
0: People are searching a lot uh it's in very content. strange, I guess I mean uh it's just people are watching the Olympics and then they're like oh i, I I'm gonna go uh relieve myself Six, and five. I'm gonna <laughs> and I was just watching the Olympics, so that's what's in my brain right now, so that's what I'm gonna look up I guess I don't know King, I saw an article like fingers. Right before the Olympics started, talking about uh, the they've sent the most condoms ever to the w- Winter Olympics this year. Uh, <laughs> because the Olympics are just like a sex festival, apparently. <laughs> That's not and even a joke.
1: in the Olympics?
0: Oh, yeah. I, th- I've seen interviews with uh, former Olympic athletes, and they're talking about it, saying like, it's everybody there is, has an amazing body. Like even if you don't have a great face, everybody there's an athlete. Right. So they all are just like yeah. beautifully sculpted individuals. and so the sex uh, there's just tons of sex happening all the time at the Olympics. Yeah
1: Oh <laughs> That's so nice of people having sex during the Olympics.
0: And another thing is there's a uh, lot of very young people. Because you're, you know, uh, th- yeah. that are uh, Olympic or that are in the Olympics, because <laughs> you got to be you at the top of your game, but very young. So there's a lot of reasons why uh, there's a lot of sex at the Olympics, but it, it is true. So eleven months from
1: now, there will be a lot of athlete babies, I guess. Uh,
0: nine months, but yeah, sure.
1: Nine nine months. Why did I say eleven? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing about human... <laughs> human gestation? I know nothing right. about you. Yeah, nothing. Hey, discovery of alien life might not bring response you expected. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. War of Worlds, Independence Day, Pacific Rim. Hollywood is no stranger of tales of space aliens. Most... Seem to culminate in an epic fight to save the humanian race, but let's say we discover Spilling. It's not as main street, but on a distant planet, will we panic or have global ho hum? A new study suggests that the latter response is more likely. V one for research, a team led by Dr. Michael Venom uh, Vernum. Assistant Varnum, I think it is. Varnum, uh, mm. a professor of psychology at Arizona State University, analyzed the language used and the tone of news reports describing three potential discoveries of external life. One, in 1996, a study uh, that possibilities of fossilized alien microbes on Martian matrix. Uh, 2015, a discovery of Toby Star, which erratic twinkling led someone to suggest that they might be surrounded by an alien megastructure, which we and covered on the show if
0: you remember that.
1: Yes, yes. And 2017 announcement that have like ex-eco exoplanets been have been found Exoplanet, with yeah.
0: with uh, within their host star with a habitable zone. Uh, so what this <laughs> is saying is, uh, they did a, a study of the positives and negatives within these news stories over the 1996, 2015 and 2017 stories. And they found that over that period of time, the from the 1996 study to the 2007 study, uh, the, the announcement of it is a lot more positive than it was in 96, where we were kind of like, Oh my gosh, this could be terrifying aliens coming to attack us. Where now we're kind of like, if aliens showed up, we'd be all right with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing about alien life. I think I, we would like go like, oh, oh yeah, oh,
0: right, goodness. totally. Uh, well, some of some people would, other people would not. I mean, everybody who is hardcore religious would have to go. Uh, they'd have to double check the whole, their whole meaning of their life kind of if aliens showed up. But I think, uh, this is just one of those things where people uh, who do believe in aliens always say, Oh, they're keeping it from us that the government knows about aliens. Because if we knew everybody would freak out and it would be like the purge or something, you know what I mean? Where this is saying the exact opposite. Uh, these, and this is a study done by, a. A psychologist saying uh, if it did happen we wouldn't all just freak out and it would be the purge we would kind of be like "Eh, that's cool so I think that's interesting information Mm. so if anybody ever uses Mm. that oh well the government hides it from us because if if that did happen we would all murder each other well here's a study that proves you're wrong
2: (laughs)
1: well are you ready for an update on the time traveler story we have talked about
0: I don't think we've ever talked about this, have we?
1: Yes, we did. We watched the video even. Uh, oh, of the guy.
0: Oh, yes, you sent me this in uh, in the Facebook, but we have not covered this on the show.
1: Oh, we haven't covered on it on the show. No, but you, you and me sent me, me that video,
0: and this is—I don't even know if this That's is the same guy. Right. or not. But there has it been okay. there has been a kind of rash in the last year of people coming forward mm-hmm. and saying that they're a tr- time traveler from the future. Uh, there's been a bunch of them, actually. If you look on YouTube, you'll you can just find a whole bunch of them. But uh, this specific one, this time traveler claiming to be from 2030, uh, which I think was the same year you said, so this might be the same guy. For yes, me.
1: this is th- this is the same guy. Okay. Yeah. I, I recognize. Them. I know you sent I me the video. Them. That's why
0: I totally posted yeah. this up on our news, but we have not talked about it on yeah. the show. Me and you have talked okay. about it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but this guy who claims to be from 2030 and come back in time to tell us that uh, what's going to happen in the future, he took a lie detector test uh, yeah. after claiming Donald Trump will be reelected it. and that artificial intelligence will take over the world. A uh, mysterious man called Noah. It's a very interesting biblical name. There made predictions mm-hmm. uh, during his polygraph test. He said humans will arrive on Mars in 2028. Time travel will become common. Uh, he has been slammed by skeptics online who doubt he uh, what he says. Uh, he, what el- what else does he say? He also says Donald Trump will be reelected uh, president in 2020. So if this guy, it's going to be a lot of people upset if that does happen. Uh, here's an interesting one. Bitcoin will increase in popularity, but pennies and cents, uh, um, dollars, and uh, you know coins will still be in use. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two thousand thirty, he says the U.S. president is a mysterious figure called Ilani Remiki. Mm. That's the president of uh, the U.S. president in two thousand thirty. Uh, he also warns against global warming. Uh, which causes temperatures in Northwest to increase uh, while Europe has cooled. Uh, He states that electric cars will be able to travel as fast as diesel and petrol ones, which I think they already do. So, Mm -hmm. Or at least uh, uh, 0 to 60. I know that the Tesla can do it faster than most all cars. So what do you think about this, Fro?
1: I like him. I really, really do like him. Well, I what do like you think about the lie
0: detector? Is... That's the interesting part here. Yeah, it's it. I, I mean, I like the that. time travel is like interesting, it. but the fact that he passed the lie detector test.
1: Yeah, he passed it. I'm beginning to believe him.
0: Uh, okay. I mean, here's the thing about lie detector. He's crazy if, enough. If, if yeah, you're a he, sociopath, he's
1: crazy enough. Yeah,
0: you can pass a lie detector because you believe it's real. Right. Right.
1: He believes it's true. He actually believes it's true. He's crazy. He's a lunatic.
0: Either that, or he actually traveled back in time. One or the other, I guess.
1: Nope. No. Or not sorry.
0: Or he's just what? What are those liars called? Uh, when you just lie and you can't control yourself, like, uh, he he's just li- He's able to lie and not uh and actually believe his own lies. It's very possible that maybe he's not crazy. He's just able to convince himself of his lies. So so much that he can pass a lie detector but it's still interesting it's still interesting stuff for sure oh yeah mm.
1: okay let's uh continue uh we are going to hear Tron tells the truth it's up to you
2: this is Tron with Tron tells the truth I tried to read in this segment three times now but I never find the right approach I will try not to hurt your feelings too much oh no I provoke sometimes, but that's part of my game. The shooting is uh massacre in Florida have done something that no the shooting accidents or massacres haven't done before. It made people get their head out of their assholes and their fat asses off to the sofa. They're planning marches now against Washington fine, beautiful. And if they really try to get the, the politician to change, try to Hold them accountable. Yes, you should have done that for many years ago because this is not the first school shooting. I don't know how much people can take before it get too much. But this school shooting, I remember Columbine and that was a big thing, but nothing changed. What happened this time, I do not know. But maybe liberals and progressives and other people have learned something that I said for a long time. Nobody is coming with, as a white knight to show you anything. Nobody, big master or liberal progressive hero, is coming to save you. You have to save your own fucking ass. I'm sorry, but that's the, the uh, thing you have to do. Because, and you think you're gonna, w- if you don't win the first time, you're gonna do it again and again and again. It's the reason why conservatives win all the time, because they know how to win. Yes, they do. They win again and again, and for every time they win, they have to meet, find out something more extreme. And the people are buying it and swallowing it, and liberals like, uh, no, we cannot decide, uh, Hillary wasn't that good, uh, maybe, we don't vote for Hillary because Bernie didn't win, uh, Jill Stein. Fuck all that. Sometimes you have to choose between two lesser evils. But that does not mean you can have goals. You have no the opportunity in history to do something different. It's a lot of elections, not only in Senate and in Congress, but a lot of local elections. You can do a big change. So I hope you do that, but I'm not too optimistic. They always end up in like, oh, we give up this. Oh God, no, it was too hard. Oh, and suddenly a new new cycle will come and put on something else. Do the another shoot, school shooting comes up? I am a little bit optimistic. I'm a middle. But it takes a lot more to win than just have some rallies and be very positive and energized for periods of time. Politics and change is a boring long process. Have you ever sat in a political meeting all the things that doesn't come up in the news? All those little details, all the, all the big egos you have to fight with? Because that's what you have to do. Day after day, with no sleep, you want to fucking tear down the wall and bash in the door and anything. But that is what it takes to win. Conservatives have learned that. That's why they're winning. Well, liberals and progressives, are you willing to win like that? Are you willing to take up the big fight and the difficult job? Because it's not about Obamas and the new. and the Oprah Winters. It's about you. What you fucking can do. What you can do every day, every hour, and every second. That's how you win. Hard fucking work by you. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth. Have a fucking nice day.
1: That was uh, Tron, where that tells uh, the truth. It's up to you. We have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com another digital citizen at gmail.com We don't have any emails this week. But we have a Facebook group uh, that people are acting on. Thank you so much for being active on it. I love you guys. And thank you for sharing your, our podcast on social media, on Twitter. Uh, I thank you so much to uh, everyone. Uh, and uh, when you share it on Twitter, like my lovely girlfriend did this week, that helps us so much. So thank you so much for sharing the podcast
0: yeah feel free to share it from straight from Facebook feel, uh, or from SoundCloud or uh, you can go to iTunes and if you want to leave a review on iTunes, give us five stars there give us fi- give us a review on SoundCloud uh, those things all help us out yes thank you very much everybody
1: mm. thank you Thank you hey, you heard some Eurovision this week I did. You did. Some some Eurovision.
0: Two Uh, two Eurovision, yeah.
1: (laughs) Two Eurovision. Uh, I was going to say I was going to let you choose what we do first, but uh, no, no, you're not. Let's do (laughs) Spain. (laughs) It's Alfred and Amia with two cancion.
0: Right. All in, in Spanish. In Spanish, uh... Yeah. It was kind of a dueling piano thing, except for what really bothered me about this, uh is when they're they're doing the dueling when pianos at the leave. beginning, yeah. and then they just stand yeah, up and, and start singing and the pianos are still playing. Yep. Yeah. So it very and, uh, it made it look very cheesy.
1: I'm 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 extremely sorry, but I love this.
0: <laughs> I just love this.
1: This is maybe my favorite so far.
0: Oh my gosh, this song is not, it's not, it's not the worst yet, because it's not as bad as Malta, but it's...
1: No, it's not, not as bad as it's Malta. It's not,
0: I don't, I'm not a fan of it.
1: But it, they are so cute, they kiss, they kiss. Yes,
0: but again, this is Eurovision, and there's no place to pop the crowd in this song, so another point oh, off no. for that, and it just, it doesn't have the energy, I don't think, for a Eurovision song, but that's just me.
1: hmm what will you... Oh, shit. I forgot to bring up the thing where I put down what we put down. Uh, so, uh, what do you think about Spain?
0: Um, out of ten, I think I'll give this one... I'll give it a one and a half.
1: One and a half? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Luke, you're not a romantic like me. Um, I'm looking
0: this with Eurovision glasses, and this just isn't a Eurovision... It doesn't work in my Eurovision head. So, there you go.
1: Um, I will I, I will give my reasons why it works for me. Uh, one, it's in Spanish. Holy shit, I love Spanish. Uh, and they they kiss, and I like to be romantic and kiss and stuff like that. Sure.
0: The, the ending I, part... I, Right, that they do that, the the kiss, and everybody in the crowd was like, "Yay!" But that's Yay. not part of the song, so I don't consider well, that as like something of... that goes into the. It's part of the performance, but as far as the song, mm. still going one point five. Okay, what I'm giving
1: you? this uh, eight. Yeah, now this gets an eight from me. Okay, <laughs> I love this song. Uh, then we go to a completely different song. <laughs> this is a sibs uh woodstone from Switzerland. Uh this is a drum and bass kind of thing. Well, it's trying to be
0: at least. Uh I'm trying to kind of compare it to something there there are artists that I've heard that have done stuff like this, but it's not I wouldn't call it tech like a uh drum uh I wouldn't call it techno or like a drum and bass really. Because it right. it does have, like, elements of that, but it's more uh, female vocal-esque than anything else.
1: But that, I, I, I think I, I picked two good ones this week because, holy fuck I like this as well.
0: I really do like this song. And this yeah. song has a few places where it'll pop the crowd, mostly because mm. of the, the drum and bass beat in the background. And she's just a very talented singer. Uh which is undeniable and there's not a lot of stuff in this to take away from how good she is there's not a lot of like extra garbage like somebody else singing or you know some guy didn't come out and start rapping like that one song one year uh yeah 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 oh. which i kind of was expecting to happen in this song but it never did so mm. I, was, I was pleasantly surprised so overall i'm gonna give this um uh, a Three and a half.
1: Three and a half. Um, I think her voice um, is really, really cool. I think this is one of those songs where I thought, like, yeah, oh, okay, I could listen to this again, and 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 it feels it feels really Eurovision-like, uh, but it also feels different enough to. Where I, I can think, oh, people that are not near Switzerland, because you have to think like that, sadly enough, when it comes to Eurovision uh, countries that will um, vote for this. It feels really European. It feels like it's trying to like please every fucking country because it's... It's not trying to be in, in Spanish, like the Spanish song was in Spanish. Sure. This song right. is trying, trying more to be like calm down. But, uh, I, I liked her, her way of, of like, it was her and it was the drummer and that's everything. It was no bullshit about it. If you get my drift, it, it was not enough. Like we're trying to be so Complicated, we, it, right? This is an easy and easy song,
0: like yeah. I was saying earlier. So there can, was nothing to take away from her vocal ability, which right. definitely added to it. I thought,
1: right? So, I'm giving this a seven and a half, all right? Definitely,
0: yeah. Which I think on our scales, so, uh, they're probably almost the same, <laughs> yeah, 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 probably.
1: <laughs> We do. We work on different scales, you know <laughs> Have you watched anything on TV this week?
0: I did. You know, someday there's going to be a Eurovision song that just blows me away, and I'm going to give it a nine, and it's going to totally deserve mm-hmm. it, and I'm going to be like, I'm glad I was uh, undercutting everything else. But uh, I saw some like, TV. Like, for example,
1: what? yes, la- last year, I just have to say that. Remember how negative you both were and, like, uh, till it uh, comes back and she's like, oh, oh, yes, I'm so glad you will listen to this because of Swala with paper.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yes. That one song that I posted on her Facebook, the UK song, it's been stuck in my head for like a couple weeks. Like every once in a while mm. it just pops back in. But uh, why don't you start with the TV round this week? I've been I started the last couple weeks. So why don't you go first?
1: Sure. Uh, I watched Big Brother. <laughs> this week, what a surprise! Celebrity
0: Big Brother US, of course.
1: Yes, yes. Um, Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, I really enjoy it still. Uh, I think it's it's uh, fun, and the right persons has uh, went out.
0: And the ratings and are actually doing pretty well. Uh, it yeah. had one seven to start out with, and it's uh, it only went down. The very last episode, the one on monday got a 1.4 so it hasn't gone down all that much over the season so far so i saw an article saying that there's a uh, julie chen interview saying that uh, there's a very good chance this could happen again next year <laughs> uh what yeah. did you think about the this week though
1: oh this week was so good
0: uh i totally I, called I love- Shannon and getting kicked out like I said she's going next, and she was the next one to go.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But it 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 it, <clears throat> it was it was really uh, fascinating to see how right you were. Uh, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's right about every fucking thing."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, <clears throat> sorry, there.
0: Something in your throat? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what else did I watch this week? Oh, oh uh, one thing. Raw? I'm
0: celebrity Big Brother, oh. before we move on. Uh, it actually ends on Sunday. You know that, right, bro? Yes. Yes, Okay, I know. So you said Omarosa last week. Are you going to stick with Omarosa for think... the win, or do you want to change? I'm...
1: No, I'm going to stick with Omarosa.
0: Okay. And I said Ross last week, and I think I'm going to stick with Ross as well. It was a real close call for him not getting kicked out this week. If the one guy decided he – if he didn't decide he wanted to go, I think my my guy would have been gone. But I'm going to stick with Ross. Yeah. So those are those are our predictions, yeah. I guess, for Sunday. Oh, and yeah. it ends Sunday. And then in two weeks from today, Fro, Big Brother Canada starts. So don't feel. I don't know. have plenty more Big I Brother know. coming soon. I know.
1: Don't tell Jeremy.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's going to stay up watching. I know. Jeremy is really a big brother fan. He he's just, he just uh, afraid to admit it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Raw this week. Holy shit! That was a good raw. Long, like to... long, long, good match in the beginning.
0: Hour match. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was good. Really fascinating.
0: It was a very good match uh, as far yeah. as the wrestling goes, but as far as this being the most lazily r- written draw of all time, it may be the most lazily yeah. r- They're like, oh, let's okay. just throw... Uh, can we waste two hours with the five guys that are in the main event at the pay-per-view? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we'll, I know. we'll do this. It's really but lazy it writing, a... but luckily the wrestling turned out good. Otherwise, this could have been really bad. It yeah.
1: worked. And the, uh, the storyline that they are doing with Seth Rollins is really fascinating me. And how good he did it in this uh, uh, gauntlet match was right. so good. And the rest of Raw was uh, really good.
0: Well, there wasn't that much to the rest of the Raw, really. But no, no. It was all right.
1: But the rest of it was good. And then we come on, on Wednesday... Smackdown was so so.
0: Uh Tuesday you I mean. Smackdown was yeah, pretty Tuesday. good. I, 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 I still like I watched whole... it
1: on Wednesday. I I watched it on Wednesday because that's my when I wake up it's it's oh, it's, it's all yeah.
0: yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was all right. Um I, I was actually more excited to watch the pay-per-view after Smackdown than they than I was after Raw. Uh, yeah, and then I realized, a, oh, it's just a raw pay-per-view. But it turns, yeah. it, it, looking like, uh, well, I'll get, it, I'll get into that when we get into Elimination Chamber. Anything else you watch on TV?
1: But it looks like a good pay-per-view. It looks like a really good pay-per-view.
0: Oh, it's very little uh, matches, no. but we'll talk about those later.
1: Yeah. No, nothing else I watched on TV this week. Okay. Other okay. than John McHale coming back.
0: Okay, that's what I was going to say. If you have not seen... The Joel, uh, the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale, fro yep what is it. everything we want it to be.
1: <laughs> yep, it is amazeballs.
0: And it's gonna be weekly, so it's gonna be topical and everything like a weekly <laughs> Netflix show, which is very very cool. Uh, they, do, yep. I mean, they do, uh, they're doing more uh, weekly things now, but I think that's a a really cool way to. Uh, start doing it instead of putting everything out out at once. And this specifically can yeah. only be done week by week, the way the show is yes. created. Uh, yes. I love the part at the beginning where he goes, alright, where did we leave so off? Funny. Oh, yeah. The Bachelor! <laughs> they go yeah. right into The Bachelor. So... Yes. And then the return at the no, end, dude. which uh, if anybody has not yeah. seen it, and they love the soup, this is basically oh. the soup 3.51. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Playing uh, with your bottles.
0: I I almost knocked over my soda, almost, but it didn't oh. spill anywhere. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, the the return at the end. If anybody likes the soup, there's a very great return, and he has a new name. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Where they are in the upside down.
1: Very... So funny, yes, it's so funny. But yeah, now everybody go and see it. It's what I wanted from him. I was so super happy to say this. Well,
0: we were also I was like, I hope, I hope Lucas watched this. I was like, oh, please. We were doing this podcast when the soup went off the air, you know, and now yes. it's yeah. ba- like it's not called the soup, but this is the soup, everybody. It's the same exact it show.
1: Yeah, it's the soup, but it's—I would actually say it's better.
0: Uh, I mean, one episode, fro. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but uh, <laughs> I love it. So many years of the soup and so much good comedy there. It's hard to, like, compare the two with one episode. But it I is. did see okay. one other thing that's new this week on Netflix as well. Uh, a show okay. that was in my top five excited to see list. Uh, it was my number five. Everything Sucks uh, started this week oh. on Netflix.
1: Okay.
0: Right. How Everything Sucks with an exclamation point. It's about... Uh, some kids who live in Oregon, and the main characters uh, are in high school in the late 90s. So, pretty much right when I was in high school. So, that's very cool. It's a lot of throwback stuff from my childhood. So, that's... Uh, some of the throwback stuff is very generic, like uh, Surge and things like that. Uh, but the main character, Fro, is also named Luke. <laughs> oh. I know. It's very, very weird. Uh, it's... It's uh, based in... I know somebody
1: high- from our Oregon called Bloke, actually.
0: Yes, I do too, who was mm. in high school in the late 90s. Um, mm. it all, it's based in this high school called Boring High School.
1: So boring?
0: People, people have been taking that as a joke, but there actually is a town in Oregon called Boring Oregon. <laughs> uh, but if you look that up, uh, you'll find that there isn't a boring high school. There's only a boring middle school. Uh, so uh, this is not a real school, but uh, it, it, it is a real town. So interesting stuff there. Overall, I am not as happy as I thought I would be with the show. It's still fun, but it's not as funny as I wanted it to be. I kind of wanted it to be more that 70s show, and it's a little bit more serious. Right. Uh, uh, It has a lot to do with coming of age uh, sexually and things like that. So. uh.
1: Hey, let's talk about the three movies we're covering this week. Let's do The Darkest Hour first. Uh I've you haven't seen this, have you? I have not. No. I have
0: there's three, direct- three of the new the best Oscar pictures I haven't seen yet. Hopefully I'll be able to get to see at least two if not three of them before we do predictions hmm. next week.
1: Yes, because we will uh uh we will do predictions uh, next week. So, it's Darker Stour, uh, written and directed by Joel Wright. Uh, not written, sorry. It's written by Anthony McCartan. Uh, it has Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill, Christian Scott Thomas as Clementine, Ben, uh, ben Middleson as King George, uh, some other names you recognize here.
0: Um, um. Well, not n- really. N- 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 no, not really.
1: No. Uh, it had a budget of thirty million pounds estimated. Uh, this is a British movie, of course. Um, in opening the weekend in USA, it made uh one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Limited release, right? Limited release. Uh, but it made a gross of. 53 million 394 uh since right and this came out in
0: December again so December 22nd uh so it it didn't have as long as some of the other movies like say Get Out to make make its money back yet but it is clearly uh going for Oscar because it came out at the end of December so
1: runtime of uh, 125 uh, minutes uh Its production company is Perfect World Pictures and Working Title Films. Uh, A little about this movie, maybe? During the early days of World War uh, II, the fate of Western uh, Europe hangs in a newly appointed British Prime Minister, Winston Churchill, who must decide whatever to negotiate with Adolf Hitler, a fight against incredible odds. So it's about uh, it's about uh, Winston Churchill, I would say. Right. Uh, I saw, I've seen this. I really, 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 really liked it. Uh, and of course, he won uh, because that's what's one of the things I watched on TV. That I was going to say now. I watched uh, about ba- the Baftas. 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 Oh, the right, British the awards. Award? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Is it called the BAFTAs? I think it's yes. the British award film something. Yes. sermoning. Yes. Correct. But uh, where, of course, this uh, 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 Gary Oldman won. Uh, and uh, three uh, uh, billboards outside Missouri, whatever, whatever, won almost every fucking price it could win it won enormously big yeah and above us.
0: cool i'd say it deserves it yes uh so Uh, i I would
1: rate this film yeah i was thinking about that seven and a half
0: okay yeah Gary Ullman does not look like himself in this movie. I'll tell that to everybody.
2: <laughs> nope.
1: No, he doesn't. Uh, the makeup in this movie also won the BAFTA. Not surprised at all. Uh, you have seen uh, Phantom Tread? Uh,
0: we're doing Call Me By Your Name next.
1: Oh, you've see, you seen Call Me By Your Name.
0: I have also seen this movie, sadly. <laughs> Uh, this is Call Me By Her Name. Mm. Uh, directed by Lucha Gua- Gua- Guadan. Guadanio? Guadan. Guadanino. Uh, ri- written by James Ivory and Andre Asmin. Uh, starring mm. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. That's a funny name. Uh, Timothy <laughs> Schlamet, uh Michael. Mm-hmm. Drollbarg, and some other folks. <laughs> uh, We've never heard of
1: in my right. entire life. And yes,
0: uh, this came out January nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. So the beginning of of this year. Oh, okay. Uh oh, how is that release date? January nineteenth, two thousand eighteen, in the U.S. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. November two thousand seventeen, limited release. Uh, in Oh, in Europe. That's why. Budget, 4 million. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's not pounds. What is that? Euros. Euros. Oh, it's Euros. Right. You're right. Okay, there you go. 4 million, 4 million Euros budget. Uh, gross in the US, it made 15 million so far. Uh, but it hasn't been out that long. so Total runtime of 132 minutes. One of the longer movies, actually, of these... Uh, <laughs>
1: And 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 can I say that I have many times seen uh, movies that have had that runtime that felt shorter.
0: Uh oh yeah, felt shorter. Yeah, for sure. This definitely <laughs> felt like a very long movie. I I agree. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, right. Where was I? Uh, this uh, production company, Frenzy Films Company, Lost in a Fracture, and RT Features. What's RT Features? I've never heard... Is that Russia Today? Is this Russian propaganda? <laughs> um, it is Russian propaganda. It's the Russians. Um, it says, in Northern Italy in 1983, 17-year-old Elio begins a relationship with visiting Oliver, his father's research assistant. With whom he bonds over emerging his emerging sexuality, their du- Jewish mm-hmm. heritage, and the, uh, <laughs> and the Italian la- landscape. Right. So this is based in Italy. Most of the movies in Italy. There's like one scene where they go back to America, where you see like the uh, corn, the corn stalks and everything, and then they go right back to Italy again. Uh, let's see. What did I think about this overall? The dialogue in this film is horrendous i actually had to go back and <laughs> make sure that this was not written by an italian who didn't know english 100 percent, because it's you they know, speak a is,
1: like this sir.
0: there's italian in it and then there's english in it as well because he's an american boy in it in italy but the english dialogue is the part that i had the most problem with it because it was so stilted and like they would have these lines that nobody would say in real life to each other. It was very awkward, and uh, the whole movie was actually very awkward. Don't you think, Fro?
1: <laughs> this is so such a pretentious asshole movie. This is made to be an Oscar bet, and it fucking worked. It's such a pretentious uh, movie, and 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 even in in the way they are talking in this movie, so it's like right. uh, it's so like. Um, it's supposed to be like that because it's so artsy, you know?
0: And it's in Italy, oh. so it makes it artsy because it's in a foreign country, everybody. We're all speaking Italian.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, it's based in the 80s, which I they did a fairly good job with the costume design and everything of it being in the 80s. But uh, the whole thing, I don't think this belongs in the category with most of these other movies I've seen. I'll be honest.
1: Oh, it's not as no, good. Of, no, no.
0: It's just not as well put in to get put together. Uh, like I said, the dialogue is very stilted and broken, um, and and the story is boring as fuck. Oh yeah, the whole thing is boring as hell for sure. I mean, I can understand if you were, um, if you ha- if you were gay. And you grew up and you you had uh, the same kind of feelings like trying to figure out your sexuality. I could understand Mm. how you would connect with that. But Mm. the rest of the characters, unless you're a rich douchebag who goes to Italy in the summer, (laughs) how are you, who is connecting with these characters? You know what I mean? This 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 movie movie is made for rich, rich douchebags. Yeah.
1: But th- this movie reminded me so much of Lady Bird. You have no fucking ID. Well, I, 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 I'll watch I it this
0: week, help. hopefully, and I'll let you know what I think. But
1: This reminded me of Ladybird in so many bad ways. It was <laughs> two hours of 12 minutes. Like, I was sitting there. I was like... Ugh!
0: How about the, the scene... Spirit spirit in, there's a scene over. in this movie where... Uh, Oliver leaves and Elio is sitting like on this bench and it's seriously five minutes of him sitting on the bench with like the worst, most straight out of film school, uh, chroma key over of, uh, film, like a film reel going through over the top of him with like the colors and stuff. It was so cheesy and just very film school esque. Like Fro said, this is very pretentious Artsy film,
2: so uh, artsy on
0: the, just to be artsy. That's the only reason. So let's give it our out of tens. I'm going to go and give it, <laughs> I'll give it a three, uh, three and a half, uh, because it was actually well filmed. And it, I, I, I'm not a hundred percent, but I believe this was actually done with film, not done digitally. So I'll give it an extra point for that. <laughs>
1: All right, Phantom Thread. Yeah. Why don't you start us off there, Fro? Oh, Phantom Thread? Oh, that's another movie that we've seen, you and me. <laughs> uh, Phantom Thread is made by the best filmmaker in the world, according to me, Paul Thomas Anderson. It has uh, people like Vicky uh, Krieps, Daniel D. Lewis, never heard of him, uh, Leslie M- uh, Manuel. Uh, no other people. Camilla Rutherford, maybe uh, heard of? It is uh, had a budget of thirty-five million, and it has only made back seventeen or eighteen million uh, in February two thousand and eighteen. This was released in January, though. So that's mm. still
0: not very good, especially since no. people know that this is nominated. So you would think that they yeah. would want to go, but...
1: It has a runtime of 130 minutes. Uh, production company is Amapurna Pictures, Focus Features, and Gualdry Film Company. Sounds what is good this to movie me. About? Yeah, what is this movie about, Look,
0: Set in 1950s London, Reynolds Woodcock is a renowned dressmaker make- whose fatuous life is disrupted... By a young, strong-willed woman, Alma, who becomes his muse and lover. What did you think? Uh, I guess I'll go first. I th- I thought this movie was very well shot. It was very, the acting, Good. Daniel Day-Lewis and, uh, what's her name? Uh, the main character, uh, Leslie Manville. They're very, or no, it's Vicky Kreps. They're very, very, very good in this. She, I think she may have actually been better than him in this. Uh, but he's still, I mean, he's very, very good. I, I'm i to understand he stopped acting after he made this movie? Yes. Because it was this so is, uh, draining on him?
1: Yeah, this is Daniel day uh, last movie.
0: Well, uh, you know, it's like wrestling. Sometimes retiring doesn't actually mean retiring, but...
1: Mm, I think he's going to retire. Yeah, it's very possible. It he's getting it.
0: up there in age yeah. and everything, and he's, I'm yeah. sure he has plenty of money. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, I i really liked the whole thing until the end where I went, what the fuck is the moral of the story?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What is the moral of the story, bro?
1: Oh, that's a good... Uh, I love the ending, though. Um... The story. The moral of the story is that, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, this is It from the King Blues, and you're listening to Another Digital Citizen. If you give your husband enough mushrooms, he will turn around and actually become a daddy. That's the.
0: A... <laughs> if you try to murder somebody, he'll they'll love you. Yes. Is that the moral of the story? To. Yes. Yeah. That is not a very good moral. But alright, whatever. It
1: isn't. But I love I love the ending. I love the ending. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert.
0: Oh yeah. Uh I'll yeah. throw a spoiler thing in there maybe. If I remember. If not, sorry. We just spoiled it. But Oopsie. uh You know I just that was the only thing that got me, but I agree with you. Uh I enjoyed it because it wasn't uh as predictable as I thought it would have been. That was the and last was way I thought baited. it was going to end. So in that it way, I'm happy baited. with that.
1: Yeah, it was not Uh, Why don't you either. do
0: your out of ten first?
1: I will give this a uh, seven and a half out of ten.
0: Okay. Um, I'll give it an eight. Huh. Yeah.
2: It was very well shot, very
0: well acted, is a little bit boring, especially the first half of it, is very slow. It picks up towards the end, so. Uh, but, but the acting good. is really uh, what put this thing over the top, don't you think?
1: I love this acting. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go give it to eight as well. All right. Elimination Chamber, where there's only four matches, because Elimination Chamber, I look.
0: Yeah, Elimination Chamber. Uh, I don't know why that means <laughs> there's four matches, but you said that, so we're going to uh, go yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why there's no pre-show matches or anything yet. There's no matches at all, uh, as far as I can tell. So, uh, uh, let's I'm go sure over the there's going to be a pre-show match, though. I mean, like... Yeah, I'm sure as well. And I'm sure we're gonna get some extra matches here. And the one thing we don't have on here that is in the card is the Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, ring. so She's signing, yeah. But that's still only five things for a four-hour, yeah. you know, including pre-show pay-per-view. So yeah.
1: Okay, Woken Matari versus Bray Wyatt in a singles match. I will never go with Bray Wyatt in the pay-per-view because. Bray never wins on a pay-per-view, so I guess I will go with Woken Matt Hardy then.
0: Right, and uh, on the Raw, what was it, Raw 25, uh, Bray beat him, so yeah. he's due a win, so I got to go with Hardy as well. Mm-hmm. Then we have Asuka against Nia Jax.
1: It's a single Jack uh, match, but if Jax wins, she will be added... Asuka's championship match at WrestleMania 34 that we don't really know who she's going against. So that feels a little unfair. And uh, this is a stupid stipulation. And because of that, Asuka is going to win. Because Nia Jax? Who the fuck cares?
0: I really like Nia Jax, but I liked her better when she was more healy and she she was just a monster who didn't talk and just came in and beat people up. Once she starts talking mm-hmm. backstage and like, I'm friends with Alexa Bliss, blah, blah, Like that, I don't need any of that. <laughs> she just needs to be a monster who beats people up. That She should be Braun Strowman of the women's division, but she, they don't book her right. that way.
2: Uh,
0: oh. You said Asuka and I said Asuka, but I'm going to go with Nia Jax just to make this fun.
1: Okay. Thank you for that free, free uh, point there. I, I, I appreciate it
0: uh then <laughs> right actually Alexa. you know what scratch that i'm changing it i'm going with oscar
1: <laughs> that is that is the worst <laughs> stupid thing i have ever heard it's of true because a- prediction.
0: oscar's got the win the win streak she's never lost like yes. she's not gonna lose here yes. and then go to wrestlemania <laughs> to do the championship no. match. the
1: no of course, of course you can't go with Nia Jax, But the funny part so. is,
0: I would rather see a Nia Jack oscar uh, alexa Bliss match than I would an Oscar-Alexa Bliss match. But whatever.
1: Yeah, me too. That's another, another thing. Talking about Alexa Bliss, she will be in the Elimination Chamber for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And it's Alexa Bliss versus Bayley versus Mandy Rose versus Mickey James versus... Sasha Banks versus Sandra Deville. And we've done it this way that if our pick doesn't win, like either me and Luke's picks is going to win, it's the one that comes closest to the end. So right, we, even if they're the last eliminated. one to come
0: out of the pods, yes. if they last the longest up until the end. Right. Th- yeah. But I'm. Last time we did this for the Royal Rumble, and we didn't need it at all because we both got it right. <laughs> so. Oh,
1: so, we, so we'll see. But uh, I will give you a freebie and tell you that if you don't go with Alexa Bliss as your pick, I will.
0: I went with Alexa Bliss.
1: <sighs> okay, who could win other than Alexa Bliss?
2: And I
0: a, a little thing that I think is gonna. I think WrestleMania is probably gonna be Sasha versus Bailey. So maybe take those two out. Mm-hmm. And you got Mandy Rose, and Mickey mm-hmm. James, Sonya Deville left.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Will you? Well, okay. I will. I will trade you. Will you give me Roman Reigns in the next match?
0: Sure. Yeah, I will.
1: Okay. Because you're going to go with... I Rose had picked Strowman Roman Reigns. For...
0: But yeah. So what yeah. do you pick for this one, though?
1: But then you will go with pro-Strowman, and it's Actually, probably... Actually, I'm going to
0: probably gonna Bruce... go Seth Rollins, Because after Raw, yeah. I think they're really high on him. Uh... <sighs> it's going to be Roman it's not Reigns, though. going
1: to be Bailey. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah, we all know it's going to be Roman rent. That's why we're talking about it. Um fuck it's not Bailey or Sasha. Okay, I will go mid uh, Mickey James. Okay. I mean, why the fuck not? I mean here he, here's the thing, Martha, I think is going to happen. This is just my like I think this is going to go Last, I think this uh, women's elimination chamber match will go last. And we will see Ronda Rousey again, probably. And she will point at the winner at this. That I think is going to be Alex of Bliss, by the way.
0: Okay. And then somebody online will put a Steam game out that's Ronda Rousey pointing simulator. And we'll be like, yeah. yay! Favorite game ever. But yeah,
1: okay, I I, I will give it and Mickey James because Mandy Rose isn't ready and so Sonya isn't ready. So and I think also it's going to be Bailey against Sasha at uh, at uh, WrestleMania. So in that, uh, I think Mandy logic, Rose
0: has a better just... better chance than Sonia Deville if I was going with those two. But who knows? But yeah, yeah. I
1: think... But uh, off off of six, do you agree that it's Mickey James second last?
0: I don't. I honestly don't know what I would pick. So I'm. I'll let oh. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going with Mickie James. Okay. Next match is Braun Strowman versus Elias versus Finn Balor versus John Cena versus I'm going to win Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins versus The Miz.
0: <laughs> and I guess I'm gonna pick Seth Rollins. Uh... Oh. I'm going to pick Roman
1: Reigns. Because <laughs> right. that is going to be such a surprise when he wins, you know.
0: Yeah, but there, it's WWE. You never know. They could just have him lose just because, no. you know. Oh. Uh, no. And then no. I don't know what he would do. I have no idea what he would do. if. No. But if Seth, let's say Seth Rollins went against Brock, and then we could have Roman Reigns against Braun Strowman, John Cena versus The Undertaker. And then Elias yeah. versus Finn Balor for WrestleMania. I mean, I, I can see how it would work, so.
1: Yeah, but no.
0: But no, they're going <laughs> to... The plan is, I think, to have Roman Reigns win again. Yes, and be booed yes. again.
1: Yes. So you pick uh, Seth Rollins, I pick Roman Reigns. That... But...
0: That... Four matches probably took longer than it should have. All right, let's move on to the movie but round. Hey,
1: let's do a side bets. Let's do a side bets. I know what side bet we can do. Who do you think is going to be eliminated
0: first? From what? From the men's or the women's? From,
1: from both. From, yeah, from both. I think Bayley. Uh,
0: I'll say Sonya Deville.
1: Okay. Then I will say Elias because he's coming in last.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that.
1: Um... It's going to be funny because he comes in last and he gets um uh, stumbled by all of them. All
0: right, I'm trying they to think of Mitten. who I would think would go out first. It's <sighs> either him or Finn Balor, actually. I'm going to say it's John Cena.
1: Ooh. (laughs) First out?
0: Right, and it'll build a story to him being like, oh, I don't think I have it anymore and he goes against the Undertaker Uh, and it's Undertaker versus him in a career versus career and then he loses. (laughs) That's what I see. But we'll see what happens.
1: Good one. Good one. Okay. Then we can move on. To have you seen any movies this week other than the picture movies?
0: Right. I saw a m- new movie by or with Adam Devine, uh, who is Adam from Workaholics. Do you watch Workaholics, bro? Nope. Oh, okay. Thought you did. That's weird. Okay. Um, he is in a new movie called. When we first met, which is like a comedy, what? uh, romantic comedy kind of, except it involves time travel. So of course I had to watch it because it involved time travel. Ah, oh. So he has to go back in time to try to fix his relationship with this girl, who is gonna marry another guy, and he's you know travels back in time over and over again to try to fix it. So it's kind of Groundhog's Day a little bit, but with time more tra- time travel esque. Um, it was not a good movie. I would give it, like, a three. Mm. (laughs) It, if, uh, if it was the end of the year, this would be on my top five worst, but it, we're still early in the year, but this one's not great, so I would, I would not recommend it, but it, uh, I was expecting it to be funnier, um, and the romantic side of it's not very good, and very predictable ending to this film as well, so. What about you, Fro? Any films? Aww.
1: Yeah, I saw Norwegian building blocks this week and did not talk about it in the opening or something. Uh, I would give it a 8 out of 10. It was fucking funny.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, funny enough that if it, I find it in subtitles, I should go see it.
1: Mm, yeah, it has a lot of slapstick, Norwegian slapstick in it.
0: Right, yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, so. I, I I do recommend it. It's uh it's a movie that I will show my girlfriend for 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 uh, definitely. I think she would, would fucking love it. Um uh sh- I w- uh, yeah, I showed her the the trailer. I, I think I told you about this. Uh I showed her the trailer in, with English subtitles and she thought it was fucking funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. The trailer. Yeah. So, yeah. I do recommend it. Eight out of ten. But uh, now, we're going to do the trailer for Early Men. Oh yeah, this really, 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 really looks like... uh... Wallace and
0: Gromit.
1: Wallace and Gromit,
0: yeah. Right. A lot of people comparing it to Chicken Run as well, because... Kids don't remember Wallace and Gromit because it was so long ago.
2: Yeah,
1: I love Chicken Run. Eh, I thought name. it was
0: alright. It's no Wall. It wasn't as good as Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> I believe the studio who produced those was bought by Disney, anyways. So this is all just done by Disney. Mmm. <laughs> because everything <laughs>
1: in the world is owned by Disney. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you see that? <laughs> great, 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 great right. ancestors.
0: <laughs> it's we're looking at like claymation uh, Flintstones. He's got the the beetle and he's using it as a electric shaver. The rabbits
2: <laughs> are fighting back. I don't think this is rabbits.
0: <laughs> oh, this is good. What I like heck? this. Oh, I see. The Bronze Age.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bronze Age. Uh... And <laughs> they fucking Romanian, you see. It's great <laughs> in this. Wow.
2: Where have you been, the Stone Age? It does look funny.
0: <laughs> what? Now they're playing yeah, soccer. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's it really soccer funny. in
0: the Stone Age. And stupid.
1: What strange magic is this? Wow, time machine! Traveling! Time travel! going to like this movie i think i guess so yeah so what is this oscar nominated movie all about
0: did you you see the part where he ran into the glass door in the trailer bro yes before we get into this did you hear about the story uh from the new apple headquarters that no it's like it's made it's got glass walls like all over the place so they've, they've okay. had a real problem in the last month or the la- since it's opened they've had a really big problem with people running into walls and hurting themselves. Ouch! <laughs> and so they've had to bring in experts to fix the problem because it's, it's like a brand new, like super uh, advanced looking building, you know, like amazing big, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of it, but uh, you know, it's got all these glass walls to make it look all futuristic, but people are just running into those glass walls. It's kind of funny. Hmm. All right, early man, a plucky caveman named Doug, uh, uh, Doug, like, but not with an O, D-U-G. A plucky caveman named Doug, mm. his sidekick Hongnob, and the rest of their tribe face a grave threat f- to their simple existence. Lord Nooth plans to take over their land and transform it into a giant mine, forcing Doug and his clan to dig for precious metals. Uh, this has got, it's actually got 82% on Rotten Tomatoes and 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So pretty good. Hmm. I found
1: some really bad reviews and some really bad, good reviews. Uh, what do you want the first? Bad or, or, or. Uh, let's do the best? good
0: first and we'll do the bad second. That's all. I, I usually okay. like, like it that way. Yeah.
1: Okay. This reminds me of the first time I ate chicken nuggets because I like the fact that Jeff drinks apple juice in his squirrel like uh, uh, mouth. Made me par- particles? Don't judge me. I like noodles with chocolate chips. Don't do drugs. What? Stay in school and don't be prejudiced. That was Jeff uh, with... Four and a half
0: star. (laughs) Okay. That was a... What? Yeah. (laughs) He likes noodles with chocolate Mm -hmm. chips. So, Mm -hmm. that has to do with this movie, somehow.
1: (laughs) But I also found a terrible review of this. Oh, there were some sour pussies out there. That's one of my favorite new words, by the way. Sour pussies. That's uh, somebody being really, like, mean and and so,
0: uh, sourpuss i think is what you mean uh yeah uh, that's what we at least what we say here is somebody who's like uh they're being they're they're not ha- they're not getting with the program they're the everybody else is happy and they're sad yeah
1: yeah One edison uh present 20 age just said the worst movie of 2018
0: Okay, that's pretty negative, but points. it is February, so that guy is kind of, you know what I mean? I went mm-hmm. to the Facebook, as always. Actually, some very interesting Facebook posts. Uh, where should we start here? Oh, this is a great place to start. Alberto Sanchez says, Even Rotten Tomatoes got their own trolls saying this movie is awesome. Thanks, Russia. Who knew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... It's It's Russia's fault, of course. Um, Richard Allen says, Way too many people with funny accents in this movie. I might come out of the theater talking like that. So that's... That's good. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if that... Is that racist? or I think that's just xenophobic. I'm not really sure. And then we have another Mm. awesome one from uh, Amy Kingsley. Why don't they use... Any other faces besides pig or boar-looking faces? Don't they know the devil's face l- looks just like that? Just saying. Now go ahead and hate me for telling you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody responds wow. to that. Tyler responds, chill out. It's just a cartoon. It's not meant to be taken as fact. <laughs>
1: Alone Together, episode six. And can I tell you what, Luke? I fucking hated this movie, uh, this episode. Can you guess why? Um, uh, no. I am tired of having episodes where the po- plot and the story goes, oh, they should be together. And, and they, they, they're kind of making fun of themselves. In a way that I don't like in this episode.
0: Okay. I like They're the reveal of... at the end. Uh, the, where yeah. you find out who the, like what the neighbors do for a living. I think that's a great yeah. reveal uh, joke at the end of this. But other than that... Uh, yeah. I understand what you're saying, Fro, but the name of the show <laughs> is Alone Together. So that is kind of... I literally. know. Yeah. I know.
1: Well, anyway. Esther and Benji... Hopes uh, um, she doesn't get a water bill, then the neighbors are coming. And Esther, right? They're them at Esther's nervously. apartment. Uh,
0: they're outside yes. of Esther's apartment at like the mailboxes. So yeah.
1: Yes. Thank you. And uh, Esther is inviting them nervously to dinner, and she says, "Don't bring anything." And then she says, "Are you Rachel Ray or something?" I I kind of like that.
0: Rachel I like, well, yeah, so the funny. part where she goes, uh, that that same part. She's like, uh, yeah, don't bring anything. It's fine. I've got it taken care of.
2: <laughs> and Benji says,
0: yeah. uh, the Rachel Ray line, and she goes, "What do you mean? They're not supposed to bring anything?" And he's like, "You just told them not to bring anything."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we get the intro, and we are in Esther' apartments with Benji, and Benji is going to help her making food. Benji makes uh, uh, and Esther clean because it looks like a mess in there, and I was like, "Oh, her apartment looked like a mess. I don't need to clean tomorrow."
0: She said, um, "He said it looks like the back room at Ross, which is probably only funny yes. to me because I've actually worked at Ross, so."
1: Never. I have no clue what that was, so I didn't take it with me.
0: It's like a clothing. So it's kind Benji- of a discount clothing store in a way.
1: Oh, okay. Then she goes to the store where he goes uh, and gets a, a rosary chicken, or as I put it down here, a rotary chicken,
0: uh, which is um, actually a rotisserie chicken. So,
1: yes, it's yes. it's really hard for me to say. Right, and he tells the It uh, sounded like you clerk, said rosary
0: uh, chicken, like it it was Catholic maybe, Catholic chicken.
1: <laughs> it was a Catholic chicken. <laughs> Yeah, and he tells the uh, store clerk to stop drinking soy milk because she, uh, she will become, I don't know, a little like
0: he says a moron. Uh, he 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 stopped drinking. I had to stop. It's this weird uh thing where she's like, uh, talking about his groceries. You know, like the store cl- clerk mm. does. They ask you about your groceries, or yeah. whatever. And he he sees her. Yeah. He's like, Are you drinking straight soy milk? He's like, I, I had to stop drinking soy milk because it made my testicles atrophy. And he's like, you should be careful because it causes breast cancer in women. And she's like, are you think it's okay to be talking about my breasts? And he's like, what? I was just talking about my testicles. She's like, you think it's okay to be talking about your testicles?
1: <laughs> yeah, and she takes it personal and throws him out of the store. Right. <laughs> she's like, you need to go. And he's like, really? Do I need to go? Like, it well. was all
0: just like him. He was just pointing out facts and she took it as offensive, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Back in the apartment um, and the neighbors uh, come early and they have one pot plant with them. <laughs> I was going to say they have flowers with them, but they don't really. They have a, a pot plant. A potted
0: plant, right. It's not a marijuana. Yeah. Not a marijuana plant. Oh. You, said, you said pot
1: No, plant. no. A potted <laughs> so, plant. <laughs> Sorry, not a pot plant, but, yeah, a potted plant. Uh, then Benji discovers that he forgot one of the bags in the mall and talks to Esther and says, like, tell them I pooed my pants. And Esther's like, what? Yes, but make sure to tell them it doesn't happen on the regular <laughs> <laughs> Right. Esther says, I'm going to tell
0: them you pooed your pants. And he says, no, don't say that. Oh, well, if you do, just tell him it doesn't happen on the regular. Right, because he he yeah. forgot the bag, and it had the rotisserie yeah. chicken and everything in it, all the food except yeah. for the one bag he brought. Had the the toilet salad. Toilet paper and lettuce. <laughs> and salad. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's like, can't we just make salad with toilet paper and
0: salad? I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, toilet paper yeah, and lettuce. And, uh, and, he, and he, yeah. he goes, what what is this? Uh, Panda express. <laughs> Which <is> very funny. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, they can hear it because as their apartment is really small and, uh, uh, one of them wants to, uh, get him to the story. And he's like, no, I've been thrown out. And one of them goes, come on, I will go and fix this.
0: Oh, wait, right. he tells they him about what happened. Yes. He tells him about what happened. And, uh, the one lady takes him, and, yeah. but he says, she goes, I don't, uh, he said, I think I offended that girl, I can't go back there, and she goes, yeah. how could you offend people? And he goes, well, you would be surprised when you're small and opinionated, people tend to hate you.
1: I forgot to tell you, this is, uh, a couple of les- lesbians. Uh, it's not I don't pop- know
0: if we actually know that.
1: Oh yes, oh yes.
0: Uh, well, oh, we yeah, find yeah. out what we they mm, they don't actually say that in the show, so I wouldn't say that. Mm. But they do point out that they we'll find out what the what they the reveal of what they are later. But yes. I do actually have who these mm. people are. Lee Leela Rashon is the African American lady. She's actually mm. been in TV for a long time. She was on the Cosby Show for an episode. She was on uh, 21 Jump Street, so like way back. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air she was on in a couple episodes. Uh, The Wayans Brothers, um, uh, Training Day, the TV series more recently. And then the other lady is a little more famous, Amy Landecker, uh, who if people saw her would know her. She was in Doctor Strange, uh, Room 104. Mm. Remember that episode in Room 104? She was in there. Uh, she's mm. been in a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, she was in Louie, the TV show, which people shouldn't watch anymore, I guess. Paul Reiser show, yeah. NCIS. She's been in tons and tons of stuff. So,
1: Okay. Yeah, and this woman makes Benji uh, apologize. Um, and uh, now we go back to Esther's apartment, and Esther's making salad. Uh,
0: then Jeff comes to the door we have seen jeff before in episode two or three or something we saw him in episode one and then we also saw him in that one episode where they went on the road trip uh right for and he's just their, he's their friend he's okay. like their comedy fr- friend from the comedy store yeah
1: and uh, they forgot that they were having play night game and, night. Uh, Benji- right. game game night sir so Benji goes and apologizes to the store clerk uh, like they have practice. like. I love that.
2: It the, was... the,
1: the, the black yoga goes like, okay, do you like we practice like?
0: And, and it sounds like a, just a rehearsed speech. Like, I'm, yes. a, dumb, wh- I'm a dumb white male. I'm a moron. I don't know any better than to try yeah. to uh, impose my values on you. That was like what he said to her. And she's like, oh, that's very sweet. Thank you.
1: Uh, can I tell you a little sidetrack that has absolutely nothing to do with this episode? What I was doing some scam baiting before uh, we were uh, going to podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was being a, a, a woman, and and I did this woman woman's voice, and I was calling uh, to the Canadian IRS, right? Uh, it's not really Canadian RIRS, it was uh, some scam, right. uh, assholes uh, yeah, sitting and making a scam. <laughs> and when I made up my my voice, I was like, Hello, my name is Generic White Woman! <laughs> <laughs> and, and that made me think of this episode, because she's kind of a generic... They are so uh, generic, in a way. But, yeah, I... I and and he's like, yeah, please. How do you spell that name? <laughs> Anyways. Uh but uh, Benji wants to hug the clerk and 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 was very uh, she funny. goes slow. as they're yeah. walking away. And, they're already
0: they've already done had the conversation. They're walking away. They're about to go yeah. the door and Benji goes, "I think mm. I should go hug her." Just hug her. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the lady and she goes, goes, goes yeah. "No no 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 no. Let's go." <laughs> Uh, Jeff and Benji makes the pe- uh, table, uh, no, Jeff and Esther, sorry, and it's feng, sh- feng shui, and one of the neighbors is so proud of Benji because she said sorry, and Esther is getting jealous and tells Jeff that they're going to play a game, and it's called <laughs> get, uh, get the Neighbors to Like Me More Than Benji Game.
0: <laughs> She's jealous of um, Benji getting all the attention from the new neighbors, yes. right?
1: Yes. Then they go back and fo- fo- uh, forward of competing for them around the table. And it's so... This is maybe my favorite part of the show because this back and forward is so fo- funny. It's, it's like, petty. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I did this. I did this i did this and it's I all like did. these things
0: like i won a dance recital when i was in fifth grade or something just so silly yeah
1: mm-hmm. so you go back and forth back and forth and esther and benji is now making a big scene and uh, esther and benji is now making cake and the neighbors ask death, like is this normal how they, they, they're they going and how no, they fight for attention, goes, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's, he goes, Actually, they are usually worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, On game night, we usually never get to the games. They just argue over the rules yeah. and then I leave later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they sit down and now shit gets real because the
0: neighbor tells them they are psychologists. Right, they've been analyzing them this whole time. That's why they've been, like, paying attention to them, right? And they have seen them. And
1: <laughs> it's like, we thought you were a lonely stoner that lived alone with your ten cats. We were a little, like, we wanted to see inside of their apartments. <laughs> and they go, like, and Benji, you, we thought you were this. Uh, and they say they are codependent. And they say they should have sex with each other and get over it. And they goes like, "Oh, we are so fucking tired of hearing this." Right. Oh, that's They're what like, we hear Wow. All
0: the time. You guys are such good wow. psychologists. Did you just come up with that yourself? We should get together. Yeah. That's so uh, such new stuff that we've never heard from anybody before. <laughs>
1: because that's the point of the show. Right. Like, yeah. We heard that. From from other people during the show, so uh, and they want to leave and just like eh, I'm staying for a cake and and Esther says, "Can you please just tell me one thing before you leave? Please just tell me one thing before you leave. How
0: do you smell so good?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then mentioned bought- it
0: earlier, right?
1: Yes, yeah, and and they like very expensive so, <laughs> and they leave. Then I have uh, crusades or what do you call it? Charades. Charades. Charades
0: right, Jeff you. and
1: crusades. Uh, crusades is something other Right, crusades is something. Crusades the is, that
0: would be a horrible game to play. Um, <laughs> you just murder people. Um, yeah. Uh are you Benji and Jeff no. <laughs> Benji and Jeff and her uh, are the ones they're playing charades and yeah. then
1: And then Esther has made it so she can win because all the clues are are things she will guess.
0: They're all they're all nineties <laughs> boy band uh questions, right? What,
1: yes. And Jeff leaves and and Jeff goes like, see you next week. And they go like, next week? What's next week?
0: (laughs) Right, because they have their weekly game night and Jeff's like, I'll see you guys next week. And they're like, what is he talking about? And he goes, I hate you guys. (laughs) He's like, you guys are terrible. Something like that when he walks out.
1: Yeah. So that was Alone Together, episode six. Yep. And I can tell you now, audience. I can tell you now. This is going to be kind of a sad news. But me and Luke have talked about it. Uh, we're not this is going to be our last show that we cover I guess
0: at least for we a while yeah, unless something totally random comes up that we can't avoid doing but yeah, this may be the last one yeah. just because we put a lot of work into the show and one of the biggest most strenuous things for either of us when we do review of a yeah. TV show. so um, yeah if you guys really want show. this if you really want this segment to come back. Send us an email or something and let us know, because otherwise uh, it's just too much work for us to do and we need to cut back a little bit, which will shorten the show a tiny bit, but I guarantee you there will still be two-and-a-half-hour shows. So,
1: And I can guarantee you that we will do something with TV in the future. It's not like it's going away forever. And we will have small... We will maybe in the TV round do more about the TV shows that we watched more than like just, Oh, I watched big
0: brother, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure talk. something out, but well, we just need maybe. to cut back a little bit. And we, we want to make yeah. sure these shows are like to the point and everything. And, uh, we want the way we want it, our shows to be is like, everything's kind of there for you in its own little sections. Like, a lot of podcasts, right. they want you, they want to be about one thing, and you have to go listen to 10 podcasts to get the same information you'd get from this one podcast. And that's what we're going for here mm-hmm. at Another Digital Citizen. So, uh, this is something we, that we already do TV, show. we do TV stuff yeah. all the time. So, if we cut this out, we don't really feel bad about it, or I don't at least. Oh,
1: no, I, and I, I don't feel bad at, about it either. Uh, and it's kind of uh, apropos almost to have this last alone together because it feels like the perfect show to say goodbye on because it's so easy to take notes on
0: sure right it's
1: it's it's uh, it's almost like it's a play and we were talking about uh, we were talking about what we would eventually maybe do after this and there's so much heavy shows coming up that we want to concentrate on i mean both me and luke are really looking forward to Westworld season two uh, it was a shit job for Luke to take notes on Westworld season one. I know he hated that more than life itself, almost.
0: Uh, it was just so long and so intricate that yeah. it was anybody would have been miserable doing that. But
1: yeah, but uh, we—that's we, one of the things that we 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 take joy in doing the show is is kind of uh, figuring out where we want to go. And as you know, uh, um, uh, our uh, good friend and co Tilly has been pregnant for quite a while, and she has a lot of problems with her pregnancy. So me and Luke, we are kind of thinking that, uh, uh, especially now in these times, it's it's hard for her to get to the podcast, and and we don't want to, we we don't want to have segments where we are um, we have to be more than just the two of us
0: right there are certain segments we just can't do without three people so some of right. that stuff won't be around for a while or at least until Tilly come back as Tournament, long as Tilly come,
1: comes back for example yeah. 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 We, we, we thought of uh, we were doing a, a list of topics that we really liked and we were Thinking of doing a tournament, but it's impossible of doing a tournament if you—it's just the two of us. So there are things that you will see coming back, maybe on another time. So just so you know, yes, this will be the last show we do, but for a while, we will never yeah. say never. Never say never. Never say never. Yeah. Uh, talking about that, uh, do you have anything you want to plug?
0: Uh, just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Uh, go to get a free trial of Audible, get a free book and a 30 day trial, and cancel any time. Keep your free book. Um, and it helps us out. And uh, West Coast Wrestling uh, Go to the YouTube page, West Coast Wrestling Connection YouTube, and check out the TV show. Dude,
1: and if you want to hear me talk more about wrestling, and talking about more about the matches coming up and doing stupid predictions. you can check out <laughs> that wrestling show with me and Bill uh, where we will talk a lot about elimination chamber. I have a feeling of this week. Next week we will talk uh, of the results of that elimination chamber. We will also fill you uh, in of the news of the week. Uh, then we will what we have done for three weeks now, done the build up for what we're going to do the Academy Awards because it's finally coming. And with the Academy Awards, we only also do the races.
0: So right, we're gonna we going to do predictions next week because then the week after that yes. we will uh, talk about who, uh, who won and who lost and everything. So
1: and we will have Alone Together Seven. And we will have another digital review of Game Night. That's kind of funny. (laughs) Because
0: we were just (laughs) talking about Game Night. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. What is this movie about? You will find out next week.
0: Mystery crime film of some type, yeah.
1: Ooh, nice. Well, from United States of America and Norway, this has been Another Digital Citizen. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.